Lumo and Sarge. What is just deserved? Great finish. Your home of football. In the form that he's in, you can't give him the time. You've got to be in his face. Every goal, every game, every moment. Welcome to Lumo and Sarge, back with our weekly podcast. And today we're joined by Talk Sports' Simon Humphreys. Go on in, Simon. What were you saying about the... Pellegrini and resting the squads and yeah. putting out. Come on then. I can't understand why Manuel Pellegrini did the weekend the League Cup tie, put a full strength side out against Sunderland. Surely the best thing for his players would have been to give a few a rest and give those on the fringes of the first team an opportunity simply because they've got such a massive squad at Manchester well, City. But in hindsight, with Pellegrini, what he's come out and said today, like, yeah, yeah, Tori, 45 minutes, silver, 60 minutes. I understand your argument, but they they'd lost. Was it two games, Johnny? Yeah, yeah, two games, two games in a row. Straight away, he wants to he wants to get a, his team back to winning winning ways, change the tide. It never worked, but I understand why he put out a stronger squad because these players play, they get their minutes in the legs, which probably they don't need, but they get goals. That winning mentality comes back, and the, the depth in the squad that he's got and the quality of these young players coming through. I completely hear your argument, but a manager is there to win games. He puts out the best team that he sees fit, and he sees these players. They'll be they've got the sports scientists now that measure their, their and obviously when he's come out with this argument was it this morning and yesterday yeah. about the tiredness of players and they're going to have a break in the internationals and things like this. Clubs they're, they're traveling thirty thousand miles in pre season. It's going to have its effect on on the players in the body, you know. But I understand your argument, Simon. But I I also see I also see the other side to it as well, you know. But international world-class quality players, are you telling me, like Aguero, like the David Silvers, who are playing for Manchester City, the Yaya Tories, need confidence? All players need confidence, Simon. Oh, come on, no, Chris. No, they do. They do. Strikers, when they're not firing, Wayne Rooney, when he's going through a barren spell, he needs to get that goals. He takes a penalty. Straight away, he's back scoring goals again. But all, all I can say is it's uh, the depth of the squads now. If, if he doesn't put out a team, he's not taking the cup, the, the cup seriously. And then the press are all going on about that. Now he puts out a, a strong team. And you're, and, and now that you're, you're having a, a moan up about that, it's just like we're, we're, the, the game's there to be to be picked well, up. Was it Ian Holloway who got fined for, for playing Mick a different McCarthy. team? Mick McCarthy. Mick McCarthy, that's yeah, it. Yeah, I was, I was in the squad. You know what I mean? Oh, that's why. We, 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 against, <laughs> we, we went and played Liverpool away and uh, we put out the... the but the squad's... You have a squad today. of twenty-five men, and the, 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 the even okay, there'll be a there'll be a, 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 a the main, there's not even a first team now, and and a, and a second recovery uh, uh, backup players. The thing is that twenty-five man squad, you should be able to fuel two teams that can go out and get the result. So, Which Man City can? Yeah, they can. But they're why? meant to have Joe Hart, Willie Cavallero in goal. They've got Zabaleta, Company, Mangala, Otamendi. 80, 90, 100 million pounds worth of centre yeah, half. I, I, I know, but they, like you say, he wants to, he wanted to go out there, set an example, get a result, and uh, I can't, I can't really complain and, and argue with the team that he put out until he starts complaining about tiredness, like he has so as today. A starting eleven for Man City. Go on. What, well, what's your first eleven for Man City? They all know you're asking. So you're talking Joe Hart. Well, Joe Zabaleta, Hart's got to be in goals yet. Company. Well, I've got to say, I've got to say, uh, I think Mangala started this season. I think he's, I think he's been, been right. a lot better so, than what so he was. So you start Joe Hart in goals, yeah. Zabaleta, Mangala, Company, Kolarov, back yeah. four. Yeah, Kolarov's been good now, as well. Pick an alternative. So you've got Caballero. You then start Otamendi, Di Michaelis. A lot of money spent back. on there as well, yeah. But How that's, is that that's, not a Premier League? That's the way. Team? That's the way. The, that's the way squads are nowadays in the Premier League. You can field both. So why but, can't he? Why can't he start that second string eleven and not get results? 
because, like you say, it's a, I'd, I'd say it's a confidence issue. He wants his players to go out there, get goals, get back to what they were doing, uh, how they started it. We we all said that they're gonna they're gonna win this league at a canter after the first couple of games for the way they approached it. Then the wheels fell off, so he needs to get them back to winning ways. It never happened though, Simo, did it? It didn't. But the other side of the argument is, how much priority? was Manuel Pellegrini putting on the League Cup compared to the Champions League. Surely the owners of the football club would be far happier to see the team doing well in the Champions League, bearing in mind the recent failures that they've had in that competition and put all your eggs in one basket and go for that. Because that's that's the competition. That's the be-all and end-all. I totally agree. I think the, the Champions League is definitely priority. I think uh, even when they won the title, there was, uh, the, it was uh, things hanging over his head about his job, basically because he hadn't delivered in the Champions League. I think they fell very short against a very good Barcelona side on a, on a number of occasions now, you know. So. so that's why you have Sergio Aguero to play against Barcelona, and that's why you have Wilf- thirty million pounds worth of Wilfred Bonny to play against Sunderland. Yeah, I hear the argument. You know, I think, like you say, there's I, uh, there's no right, there's no wrong. You know, like you say, they went out, they comfortably won the game, took the foot off the pedal uh, when it's probably three one up, four four one up. You know, and it's uh, job done. You know, rest the players. Then, like you say, sports science today recovery is so important. It's probably more important than anything else uh, is preparing. That's why I just feel that all these preseason tours. I know they're money spinners, but they are uh, they are they are going to affect the squad. And uh, I think even uh, Jose Mourinho bringing coming back to the pre-season was it a week to two weeks later than everyone else because I think uh, Jason kundi has been saying that it's he wants to finish the, 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 the season stronger than, than anyone else well, come Again, on surely you, 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 get a, you get ahead and you, you grind it out like they did last year well that's what I mean if there's, there's surely no no more time important than a next the football game is still going to be a football game it's not that it doesn't count at the start of the season surely it does count Arsenal lost last season from the, the first, the first five, ten start. games they were what 14 points behind Chelsea after I think it was was it 7-8 games at the beginning of the last season now look at Arsenal finished if they started better they'd have won the league yeah. so you know it's, it's a crazy thing I think there's there's people using uh, uh, things as, 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 as to be scapegoats and players as scapegoats and it's yeah at the end of the day you prepare properly you look for that match you only look towards that next match but I understand Simo's argument about Pellegrini needs to deliver in the Champions League and like you say a, a lot of the English teams are falling short Johnny aren't they so two two games Man City have lost now on the bounce in the Premier League is that enough to let the likes of Chelsea the likes of Man United who are, who are top of the Premier League have they almost thrown it away already Man City no, not at all. Not at all. You know, I think uh, they have that quality there. They go on a nice little run. You know, I think uh, Man United, who started very poorly, uh, they can. But have... that six points give them such a massive advantage. Well, it gives them a little bit of breathing space. But at the minute, there's no one really uh, consistently performing. You know, I think Man United are getting the results, but like you say, they're, they're getting a lot of kind of uh, a lot of kind of comments about the way that they're playing. You know, but I think uh, Martial's come in and he's been an absolute uh, breath of fresh air. Rooney drops in, and Rooney's a good footballer. He drops in, he doesn't need to do that running, leading the line, and it's uh, yeah, he's got them playing. But yeah, I think uh, I think it's gonna be a it's gonna be, it's it's funny. It's gonna be a, a a much tighter affair than than it was last year with Chelsea just uh, running away with. I it despair when I watch Man United because they they don't play the football that wins Champions. Is this leagues. not because you're a Let's not go there. <laughs> <laughs> they don't play the football that wins Champions Leagues. They don't play the football that wins Premier League titles. Well, they're sitting top of the table. Anthony so. Martial's come in, scored. He scored a decent goal against Liverpool. The other two was a pass back. He's gone on another one that's fell to for him, them, which, which should have been offside, may I add. It was, well, Mata was offside, wasn't he? 100%. But at the end of the day, 
when the ball comes, he's so nonchalant, confident. You know, you know, you know straight away that it's going to hit at the back of the net, and that's that's something that Man United have been lacking for years. There's now. so much more that Louis Mangal needs to do. I I, I feel he'll, he's probably going to walk away at the end of the season. The job done as soon as his contract's done. Next man comes in, you know, but he still has to deliver. But they're doing it. They're, they're in the Champions League. They're they're picking up results. It's working for them at the minute. He's even came out and said that he was he was unhappy that when they got the second goal, how they they performed. He's a he is. He, I think he's getting a bit of stick saying that he's a dictator. He demands the best. He, he's completely changed the whole mindset of that that football club. And you've got to remember the size of the football club. It is the egos that they have there for him to come in and actually to kind of have them play and be organised. I know it's not the most exciting, but then the game we're in a result business, Johnny. I mean, is that? The state of play in the Premier League, though, that a team such as Man United... I mean, we spoke to Lou Macari about it last season when United were, were in the top four and playing some dire football, yep. but things just fell for them. The yep. state of the Premier League is is surely... Is it worse off than La Liga in Spain? Is it worse off than Serie A? Well, the Premier League is... Uh, they have more foreigners than any other leagues in, in, in the world. I think that affects not only the... the it's, 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 I think it's probably one of the most exciting. In the Premier League, if you look at La Liga... It's Real Madrid and Barcelona. Them, you know, Atletico, yeah, come into it. But then there's no one else. They're winning every game, four one, five nil. You know, so they they can prepare and focus. But for their these Champions top teams League would surely be the Bundesliga is the exact same, Johnny. Bayern Munich, you know, running away with it every every year, you know. And it's like one or two teams can contest it, but the rest it's a walkover. So this is what the Premier League. Anyone can beat anyone. It's it's getting very much like the Championship now with the results. Wait, that is, is that on. bad for us in in terms of Champions League and international football? Well, I think it is. I think it is. I think inter- if the, we need to bring through more uh, uh, English English players in the Premier League. Now, the I, I went. You know, I got the job at, at Wolves under 18s and I, I really experienced the PMA system and I understand why it's there. You know, I think you have to kind of you have to upload all your sessions. You have to upload you have to upload all your 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 reviews on the players as a as a squad individually, so that someone uh, at the at the FA can say, oh, he's improving, he's getting there. So they actually know that that system's in place. But we're so many years away from it. But the English Premier League is not, and it's hard for me to say, it's the best spectacle in the world, but. It's, it's it's getting proven that it's not the best league in the world by the fact that these the La Liga Bundesliga are, are walking away with things at the minute. For for me, a good league is like you say, a spectacle. So seeing Aston Villa go away to to Man United and pick up three points, seeing Swansea go away to Stamford Bridge, pick up three points, seeing Newcastle turn over Chelsea, various things like this makes a good league. So mm-hmm. why is it the wider wider perspective that to be a good league we have to win Champions Leagues? I mean, sure, the championship for me is... It's the best of the best, Johnny. Unbelievable. The championship, the championship is so entertaining. It has been. Yeah, it is. But the Premier League is, is, is probably more so like that now, that anyone can go and beat anyone. Look at West Ham. The first the, the, the three, uh, first three away games of the season, they went and got results. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say to you. So uh, it makes, it, it makes the, the league much more exciting to watch. But it also means that these squads which are uh, quality and in-depth as well, uh, are getting used to the maximum because there's no gimmies. There is no gimmies. They can't go and put out, because they've got a Champions League match the in the, in the, in the following week, they can't take that the, the match the Premier League match lightly, whoever they've got. 
you know, and that's that is it's a completely different football as well. You know, it's it's uh, you put your heart on your sleeves, you go out there, the physicality of it, what it does to the body. You know, it's all about preparation and uh, and recovery for me to get yourself ready. But they have to play their best players to go out and get the result, which is great for your likes of. I mean, if you went and spoke to to Ronald Koeman, to to Gary Monk, yeah. they're going to say, "I love the Premier League because of that very reason." Yeah, they're not going to go. Oh, so uh, so Gary United United won, City won, Chelsea lost, Arsenal lost. Yeah, how disappointed are you that the English clubs aren't quite doing enough in the Champions League? He's going to say, "I really don't care. I'm Swansea manager. Exactly. And I want to be in this Premier League, and I and I love going to Old Trafford and getting three points." So what? Still, the perspective is though that the Premier League isn't good enough because Man United can't beat Real Madrid, Liverpool can't beat Juventus, Chelsea can't beat Bayern Munich. Which for, why, why is that the case? For, for me, a good league is to be the most exciting. But, but a good league to be the most exciting, of course, yes. But then you've got to go and challenge yourself to, with the best of the best. The best, the teams that are going out and winning these other, these other championships. That, again, like, I'll, I'll go through Liverpool's, Liverpool's team on paper. Is world class. Yeah, Chelsea's is world class. I've had this class. argument with you. I totally agree with you with the Liverpool squad. The signings he's made, they should be up there challenging. They're not. You know why? But is that because we're we're going to places like Aston Villa, like Norwich, like West Ham, and the big teams are getting knocked down a peg, whereas your Barcelona's they're winning week in week out, day in day out against Rayo Vallecano, Etafe. Yeah, but but the thing is, look at the money that's in the Premier League. Uh, if you look at uh, uh, yeah, Aston Villa. They spent over thirty million on players coming in. Everyone is, and that was just basically to survive, to to better, to progress where they were last year, not rather to go down to the last couple of matches. You know, but it, everyone is spending money. You know, if you look at what Van Gaal spent, they they should be challenging in, in the Champions League. There's no excuse. If you look at what Brendan Rodgers, they should be challenging for the title. And you, I know, I know, I know. You you look at me totally in complete agreement, but they should be in the Champions League. You know, he's that's that's their main objective is to finish in the top four. You know, I think uh, I was listening the other day that if if it carries on very much like this, that the the Premier League could lose the the fourth spot, Champions League. Well, I was about to say for me, we we don't deserve it. We don't. Whenever we put four teams in that Champions League, one does half decent. We don't get to the final. One will make it to the semis. Well, to be fair, the way that uh, I think uh, Man City uh, have invested, the way that Man United have invested, uh, there's there's still potential. Arsenal, I just don't. You can't you can't go through a summer and bring in a goalkeeper. For me, you can't bring don't bring in one other outfield player when you're crying out for a twenty five a, a season uh, striker. It makes no sense. How to can me. millions and millions of people see when you look at Arsenal's squad? I mean, for me, they waste money on a centre half. Every 12 months. They always go out and get a half-average centre-half. Gabriel is never going to be the answer. Man City go out and buy a backup centre-half in Otamendi yep. for £32, 32 million. Pounds. Yep. Whereas Arsene Wenger... I mean, the little list of things... You, you could go on Twitter, search Arsenal now, and they'd be, Arsene Wenger's at it again, we need a striker, we need a centre-half. And you could trace that back for the past, what, three, four years? Yeah, and, and probably a little bit longer, you know, so, I think. What what go, what goes through a manager's head? I think uh, if I'm being honest, Arsene Wenger, the way that they finished last year, 
has probably gave them a false sense of uh, confidence. The confidence that they're gonna they're not far away bringing in a goalkeeper. Although I think Ospina, the last twenty games of last year, well the second part, the second half of last year was fantastic. You know he's he made a bit of a kind of a howler the other night, but you it's know saying then he goes. And- it's down to confidence again. You know he, he knows he's number two. You know he came in, he got his place. Arsenal were in form. They had the best. Uh, so make be- yourself be number one. Yeah. By investing and making the squad even stronger, don't be happy with that. Like all, all other teams, they've went and threw money at it. Arsenal needed to do that. They needed to throw and get if it's Benzema, throw the money at it. Make make the decision for him, you know, because he would come and he he set this uh, this, this set this league alight. Is it an element of complacency? With with certain managers, when they've done, they think they've done enough. Or I think, think that's what it was with, with Wenger, just with the form and the same that they were in, how they finished it off. Van Gaal, no, Van Gaal came in. Uh, I've got to say, came in probably with the with the with the poorest. Uh, the way that City were under Moyes, uh, sorry, uh, United were under Moyes. I just feel that he's come in, and his main objective was to finish fourth. That was it. Fourth spot, job done. Let's let's move on. He's done that now, and you can't really argue with it because they're sitting top of the table. Even though you're not, they're not playing the best football. They've went into the Champions League. They've won again. You know, you can't what you can't argue with it. It's a result business, Johnny. Now, gone are the days. I don't know if it's the snobbery of football, the, the Man United of old, the fans that used to watch the way that fast attack and fluent football they played, chance after chance, playing the game right to the last minute. These goals and injury time, they were the best for it. You know, and it was uh, they days are gone. You know, they days are gone. We have to accept that. But at the minute. It's a it's a result business. They're sitting top of the table. They're winning the Champions League matches. Job done. Well, pe- people are, who I always used to it was it was at Stoke games um, out of all the teams in the Premier League. Stoke fans under Tony Pulis towards the end of his reign would always say to me, you know, I'd much rather we got turned over if they come I, if they I, if I they come the away with conversations with it, a yeah. draw, and I'd say, so please, that not a bad result away or or at home. You X Y Z. You've you've come away with a point there, quite steady. And they'd look at me in disgust yep. and they would say, we played horrendously. We played yep. a right back at left back. We played a centre half at right back. And they'd honestly say, I prefer us to lose 3-0, but give it a go and play attacking football, play a nice brand of football. And you get it with West, West Brom fans now. They played two right backs and not one of them played right back yep. under Tony Pulis. Yeah, well, People want to like see a say, nice brand of football. I totally agree. You know, and that, that, like you say, they Stoke fans, if you went and spoke to the same people today, will be be a lot happier with the way that they're playing. But then you say, if the results aren't coming in, then you're going to pick flaws way, no matter what what way the team team are playing with. Under Mark Hughes, though, I mean, Stoke City, where are they sitting now? They're sitting 17th. Yeah. Again, the fickle football fan is going to look at that table and say, we need to make changes. Which... Yeah. Yeah, it, but it, which, honestly, which it genuinely, I, can't, I, can't, I don't, me. I don't agree with you know. Obviously, being at all the matches this year uh, and being around the city, you hear the you hear some of the fans saying we've got too many flair players. It's like a five a side team. And yet, under you know, Tony Pulis years ago, they were saying we're crying out for this, 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 this. This is this I is want a nice this friend. is the football fan today, though, Johnny. You know, I think it's it's a, at the end of the day, if Stoke were sitting top of the table under Pulis, yeah, no one are saying no one's saying anything at the end, and that's that's why. I'm I'm surprised that Van Gaal's been getting probably the stick that he's been getting, but the way that Stoke are playing at the minute, I think uh, they're not getting the results. I thought they they done well against Leicester, against Bournemouth, uh, and Patches as well. Got their goals. It's got to be very much the same, but for a longer period of time against Villa. Well, two teams who in particular are finding it difficult this season. We've mentioned we've mentioned one in Brendan Rodgers, Liverpool. We've not picked up on on Chelsea. Yet again, turned over um, in midweek in the Champions League. 
hardly going to help confidence. They sit in 14th, managed to get it back at Newcastle to, to claw away a point. They, um, who are they face? They, they host Southampton this weekend. What on earth has Jose Mourinho done in the period, start of the transfer window, champions of, of, the, of England, won the Premier League, and to now sit in 14th? What's changed? Well, they've not strengthened. I think when you win the when you win the league, you have to you have to spend again because everyone else is spending. As 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 we know, uh, I feel that his hands were tied a little bit there. If I'm being honest, uh, I think uh, he went out. He that's Falcao in. Yeah, yeah Falcao for me. They're, they're the... who was unsuccessful at Man United last year. But he's still feel... he's still got two two strikers who in previous previous yeah, years well, have won league titles on their own. Yeah, uh, and cost, yet you look at United, top of the table, cost, signing a nineteen-year-old for what will be sixty million pounds, and yeah. Wayne Rooney can't hit a can't hit a barn door with a banjo. Then. Yeah, yeah, no, I totally, I, I know exactly what you're saying, Johnny. But at, at the end of the day, that that just shows you the the the, the, qu- the quality in the Premier League, uh, the fact that you have to you have to invest, you have to spend. Uh, Jose Mourinho, uh, he never, he I think like you say. The reason why this fallout with, with Terry dropping them, uh, dropping these players was to try and make a point to say, look, we need players. I heard uh, they, they offered, was it 90, 98 million for uh, Pogba? Pogba. You know, and uh, 98 million that Juventus said no to. He's had two decent seasons. Yeah, yeah but at the end of the day, what do, you, what do you mean? So you don't accept 98 million then on, on sell? As Juve, I, I, yeah, of course I would. Nah, As I Chelsea, never. I wouldn't be throwing that sort of money at him. The that, same just shows you, that shows you the desperation that they left it so so long and late to make a move. That all these things should have been done early doors. You know, you hear managers talking about it all the time. Get the players in as early as they can, so they can that, that they can get involved with the squad and uh, and, and and know the the coaching regime, know the the way that they want the philosophy, and and move on from there. But like you say, look at the De Gea thing as well. The here, you know, that all fell through last minute. I think Real Madrid probably pulled the plug on that for the money that they had to pay. But you know, he's that's that's been a, an absolute godsend for for United signing a new contract. He's su- he's been such an important player the last. I still two think seasons. he'll go. You still think he'll go? I st- I, I, yeah, I think I think that was a, you know, we'll, we'll give you this new contract, which essentially gives them a, a go for for we'll give you some more money. So yeah. we, you can't just in, insure a pay rise on someone without them putting pen to paper on a new contract. So yeah. they have to. Yep. So I think that was merely a formality and say, right, give us another year, win us this, 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 we'll see what happens. There's probably a clause in there, we win the Champions League, we win the league title, you know, he, he might fancy staying. Yep. Um, but I still just think that was an excuse to give him, to double his wages in essence. And to yeah, keep but him like for you say, it was something that should have been done far a lot earlier than what it was. But like you say, Man United are, are, uh, played the, the power card and... And never just buckled to Real Madrid, you know they kind of they stayed strong, and, and that's probably what. And to be fair, it's probably worked out for Man United as well. Well, you mentioned um, John, the John Terry almost scandal under yeah. under Jose Mourinho. You look at their back four now: Kurt Zuma and Gary Cahill are not going to win you a league. No, I totally agree. You know, I think uh, I think Zuma's come in and he's 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 been good in patches, but just the experience Cahill when he had Terry beside him, a, a leader, was a completely different player. You know, I think uh, Ivanovic as well has been 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 shocking. You know, and that's he's one of the steady Eddies. He picks up goals, he scores goals, the energy that he brings, just organisation. He's just not been at it for whatever reason. You can't be saying that players are tired in the second the second month of the of the season. It's just it's just that it's a it's, it's a it's a no brainer for me. So something's definitely definitely not right there. Well, John Terry for me is whether he's thirty four, whether he's thirty eight, whether he's forty two, he's always character enough to win you a league title. Yeah, 
guaranteed. He just, he just owes that that quality, that that confidence, that leadership. Just having him there, you know. But he was getting found out with pace. Uh, on a few occasions, he was getting he was getting picked off, and like you say, it's one of the things. Whereas he reads the game so well that you don't really need pace. But when you're playing a high line like they were, uh, Aguero was tearing him to shreds. That's why that change happened, you know. And it's uh, yeah, it just he was getting found out. So what do you do then? So would it be surely it would have been smarter to pair him with Zuma? Ah, there you a go. Faster player. There you go. Change <laughs> you know, formation. But you're talking about so you're putting your uh, your uh, your tactical skills up against the the very best, you know. And I just feel that that was a cry for we need to invest more money in the squad. But again, John Stones for me wouldn't have been an he's answer, quality, isn't he? But he's, he's not. He's not going to win you a league title. Great. He's he's going to be fi- he's going to be fine with if they sign him alongside Kurzuma. You put that together in five or six years. There for me, you've got a half-decent centre-half partnership and what will probably be one of the best centre-half partnerships in world football, if not Premier League football yep. alone. But right now, that's not going to save Chelsea from sitting in 14th. I agree, I agree, but they need to be, see- they need to be seen to be signing, bringing players in. But they didn't sign uh, him. They never never happened. Yeah, but that's down to the, the player in Everton. And fair play, you know, Everton, he's going to sit, he's, he's going he's gonna to play every game there. He's, 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 he's such a, an important part of uh, the way that uh, Martinez wants to play, and yeah, I, I was, I was, I was quite happy that he, he, he never went. I thought it was a done deal. I thought it would happen. But if Chelsea's after you, you know, he, he made it, ev- he made it kind of evident that he wanted to go when he put in his transfer request. But then it's just one of them. It's still down to the power of the club. If they don't, they know that the, the he's going to be professional, go about his business uh, the same as as he does every day. If he goes or if he doesn't, and that's down to the guy being a, a top top professional. I mean, there's so mu- there's still so many games to play in the Premier League. I mean, we, we've we've mentioned that games are important, whether they're at the start of the season, end of the season, yep. over Christmas. Three points is three points for me. There's none of this. Oh, you know, we 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 want a we want a quick start. We want you know. We, we, Everyone's rather... looking for a good start. The teams that have just come up because they know that it's gonna it's gonna get harder and it harder. You've got to go, yeah, of course, of course. But either way, there is no game more important than the one coming up this weekend. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's the way I always looked at it as a player. So it baffles me when, when managers get into this this whole routine. I mean, anyway, there's 31 games left in the Premier League. We'll touch on it again sometime. Um, this week, England squad has been announced. Daniel Sturridge left out. Danny Ings has come in. Deli Alley's come in from Spurs. Ross Barkley's made it. Even though, for me, he could have had a, a better start under, under Martinez this season. Um, we'll run through the squad. Jack Butland, Joe Hart, Tom Heaton in goal. Ryan Bertrand, please, that he's, he's got a shout in left yeah. back. He's up there with, with Kieran Gibbs in there. Uh, Gary Cahill, Nathaniel Klein, Phil Jones, um, Phil Jagielka, Chris Smalling, who's probably been one of the bright sparks for United, good, yeah, yeah. Um, and John Stones in midfield, Deli Ali, Ross Barkley, Michael Carrick, Adam Lallana, James Milner, who again surprised me with his start actually at Liverpool, he's done all right. Um, the Ox, John Joe Shelby's back in, Raheem Sterling, then up front, Danny Ings, Harry Kane, Wayne Rooney, Jamie Vardy, and Theo Walcott. Theo Walcott's actually been turning over as almost a new leaf. Starting through the middle, surprised a few people, thinking Giroud's the proven striker, and yet finally Wenger's answered the call and put Walcott up front, and he's actually scoring. Yeah, who would well, have thought that's, it? That was a one striker of... scoring goals. <laughs> yeah, well, this is I've got to say that I wasn't I wasn't a, a fan of the decision of Walcott through. He's, he's he looks to go in behind all the time. He's got that pace, he's got that energy, but I just feel that uh, when Giroud is up top, he gives Arsenal a complete so different. So why not play two up? Yeah, well, this is the way. This is it's down There's to a manager. To, in stubbornness in, yeah, ma- in managers and, these and days. They have their philosophies, they have their formations, and and they stick to it. You know, I think if, but you know, the game the game is changing. Managers, 
uh, more so than not. They are they are mixing up. Look at Mark Hughes. You know, he went down to Arsenal and played four four two. I was surprised at that. I expect it to be a little bit more offensive than it was. But you know, Arsenal were were very good on the day. So no, I think I think you're right there. I think there's have a have a try. Play the mm-hmm. two of them together. You know, I think at Watford we played three five three five two. And you had the, the the power of the wing backs, you know. I think uh, we had Marco Cassetti and uh, Daniel Poodle who who had that energy getting forward service. But you had two strikers up top, and I think they they kind of still play that kind of formation every now and again, you know. And it, it does work, you know. The the fact that you've got your your two centre backs splitting, you've got your your centre centre back basically like a holding midfielder but the keeper can come out with it it was unbelievable when Zola was putting me through when we were doing our, our, our phase of plays and Zola was doing it it was so simple how he, how he, how he explained it to the players you know and to be fair I think uh, I don't know if uh, the English players took it on as easy as that because <laughs> they brought in 16 Udinese players at the transfer uh, <laughs> so yeah that but was a different world when surely a manager looks at his squad mm-hmm. I mean I've only been on this end when I'm playing FIFA and football manager right so during the window, you go out and you try and get players who will fit your favoured system as a manager. Yep. But these days, managers will have that favoured system. No matter what they've gone and done in the window, you will fit into my system. I mean, an example I'll use, and you'll probably laugh because they're not doing great this season. Brendan Rodgers has adapted his style of play to fit the players he's got. He's, yep. em- he's got Emre Chan, who's not an out-and-out centre-half. For me, he's not an out-and-out dictating centre-mid. Yep. So he's dropped him back into centre-half. But he's put him as a three. So yep. he's got support if he's caught out. Yep. You've then got two fullbacks in Moreno and Klein who are more so attacking fullbacks. Yep. So let's push them up and let's play with wingbacks. We've not got the best wingers when you look at the squad. You've got Jordan Ibe who you know, has not done a great deal. So we're not going to play with wingers. So we're going to look at the centre mid. We've got Jordan Henderson, Lucas, Joe Allen, um, Coutinho and, and Roberto Firmino. Yep. So we're going to play... Um, three in midfield two of those are more attacking Coutinho and Firmino and we're going to play him behind Benteke when storage is out that for me is a, is a sign of a versatile manager and for the stick that he's getting you've said it's a results driven business but I don't think he should be in line for the for the stick he's getting he's adapted to the players he's got and it's the players that aren't turning up on this occasion yeah but that's 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 the issue then isn't it so he's he's adapting he's he's, he's He's playing a formation that suits his squad, but he's getting the stick because it's the results. Whereas if they're going out and winning every week, no matter what formation, if, if Arsenal were out winning every week, then no one's giving a damn if it's the Walcott or Juru up top. So it's, it's this is there's a, it's, it's horses for courses, Johnny. You know, it's like uh, as a fan, as a football fan, you want your team to win. You want them to be challenging. You want them to be winning trophies. You want them. So uh, when managers play a formation or they play if it gets a result more often than not you're happy but like you're saying Stoke were going out and getting results under Pulis and fans weren't, weren't happy with how they were playing but he, he, he established Stoke City in the Premier League he kept us there for 7-8 seven, seven, years you know and then Mark Hughes has come on and he's that transition he's took, took Stoke to, to another level all these teams all these uh, managers they have pressures expectations and they have to deliver but the final what it all comes down to is the result on the Saturday afternoon. So back to Theo Walcott, has he not proven enough to you even though when he yeah, has I think started he's up front, goals, he's yeah. You know what you're going to get with Walcott? You know what you're going to get? I just feel that Arsenal, because they've got a, such a fantastic offensive players, that he, he gets away with a lot 
They don't need to link up well. When Juru comes in, he gives them a different dimension just to link up play, the combination play. You know, whereas Walcott is always a threat. His pace is set, you know what I mean? He's one of the fastest players in the Premier League. So he's gonna he's gonna cause lots and lots of problems. And he's a good player, but in front of goal, he wasn't consistently scoring. He started to pick up a few, but can he do it consistently for a season? So we've mentioned um, the England squad and looking at it, pretty much every striker there for me is in half decent form. So in oh, terms that, of sele- that should be that way they're in the squad, <laughs> is it not? So selection headache, you couldn't have a better one. Yeah. Jamie Vardy scoring goals is unbelievable. He's, and deserves to be there. Just the way that he's he's just he, he attacks every game in the same manner. No fear, energy, and he's scoring goals. Brilliant. So what what team do you go with when you look at this England squad? I mean, we've got Estonia and Lithuania. So let's be honest, it's not gonna gonna be the biggest of struggles for. For, well, for anyone, if they're if they're being called up for England, yep. they're going to be a half decent player. I'd lo- I'd love to see Jack Butland start in goal for England. It's Estonia, it's Lithuania. Well, I'd like him to be involved in some way. You know, I think I don't think you'll see him start, but maybe maybe one game each, something like that. But it's uh, you know, it's he can always come off the bench as well. But just get, give him some experience. He deserves it. He's he's he's, he's been performing fantastically well, and I know that they all know exactly what he's been doing. You know, I think uh, uh, they have scouts at all their matches, but they they you know they get all the video stuff and they, they they'll go through that rigorously as well. But he deserves it. He does deserve it. One hundred percent. He could start. I'd be delighted for him. Back four. Um, no one. Well, Nathaniel Klein will walk in at right back for me. Uh, centre-halves, I don't think you can look much further than Chris Smalling yep. and Gary Cahill. I think, yeah, I think Smalling's been very good. You know, I think uh been performing for club and country. So. He, on a side note, is he captain material for you? Because he, he has captained United on a couple of occasions. <laughs> you, you know what, he's... Uh, or is he just almost the right place, right, right time? Yeah, he's, I'd say right place, right time. I think he's he could grow into being that, that, that captain figure at the minute. He's doing everything right, so yeah, along with that, continue for him. Then again, so was Jordan Henderson. In some ways, at Liverpool, kind of. Yeah, you know, I think. Uh, yeah, that's that is. I've, it's, it, to be fair, on the pitch, you you should have you should have eleven leaders, you know, and it's uh, especially with uh, the the players that England have at their disposal. They should all be coming in there, and they have that character and that ability. You think, you know, what he could be captain, he could be captain. That should be the case. We reckon four two three one as pretty much usual. England yep. have have been going with. Um, Deli Ali for me was a bit of a surprise ahead of Ryan Mason at Spurs. Ryan Mason's played pretty much week in week out at Spurs, yep. and yet Deli Ali, I think he's scored. He's been on the score sheet once, twice this season, and, and yet he gets a shout ahead. If you're Ryan Mason, are you looking at that? And you're devastated. Yeah, you know, I think uh, you've you've warranted a, a, another goal, but maybe they've had a good look. They just want to see uh, how Deli Ali comes in and. Mixes with the squad if he can if he can live up to that expectation that that's hanging over him. So and this is what these games are about. These are these are these these should be gimme games. You know these are these are putting points more points on the board really. You know so it's a good chance to get a look at uh, these players in proper qualifying matches. Centre mid um, James Milner deserves to start for me. Yep. Um, alongside Mike Ross Barkley would probably look to start in the ten although I don't think he will. Um, Michael Carrick, I wouldn't start. Deli Ali again, I wouldn't start. Not being enough experience. John Joe Shelby then did all right last last time in the international break, didn't he? Just yeah, quality for me. I used to be his taxi when we were at Charlton together. <laughs> I used to have to pick him up every morning. But what a great character, you know. And I think he's he's just he's. I was surprised when Liverpool let him go 
because for that amount of money, you know, because he is... Was it five million he left? Yeah, and it was, uh, he is excellent. You know, he has that. I remember he came when he first joined us, uh, he came up and trained with the first team at Charlton and he's 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 calling Megs and Megan. <laughs> I was, I, honestly, Alan Pardew loved him to bits just because he was that confident in his own ability and he just grew and grew into a, a fantastic player, great character and uh, yeah, probably deserves to, to start. I think he has that potential to kind of to just keep getting better. And wide men, um, Sterling not too, done too badly at City, yep. um, left and then Ox on the right. Yeah, that works as well. You know, I think uh, Sterling's just uh, yeah, he's he's quality, isn't he? We all knew that he was quality. I never thought he would he would have just been at home the way he has been. You know, I think he he gives he gives uh, Man City a a complete different dimension the way that they they go about their, their their play. But no, he deserves to be there. The Ox, uh, yeah, in and out, in and out. Not really nailed it down really it's at Arsenal. Difficult for him, Arsenal. Isn't it? Yeah, when, you, when you're looking around, when you, you look, see Özil, Cazorla, the Sanchez. They spent a lot of money on these players. But he has that he has that quality, you know. He's shown time and time again. But I think it just through the week. I think Arsenal's uh, Arsenal Wenger's came out and said that he's uh, he's he has confidence issues, which makes no sense to me. You know, it was a, it was a bizarre one. So I think uh, yeah, I think he he's, he took that one in the chin. But it's just down to him when he gets that chance. He has to make sure that he, he delivers. And uh, when you don't, and you've got the squad that uh, he he's got at Arsenal, then you're out again. You know. Should he move on for you, Chamberlain? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, for the, for the I, good of the as a player, if you're well. not playing week in week out, it must be frustrating, especially when everybody knows the amount of talent Oxlade Chamberlain yeah. has. When he's played centre mid for me, he's been awesome. When he's been wide, he shows how fast he can be. He can yep. beat a player. He can cross a ball. He can score. He's got everything that a wide man wants, and essentially what a centre mid wants. Although for he is an out and out wide wide right player, I think for me, um, for the good of England for the good of his career because he must be thinking I've scored at the American R I've yeah. done X, yeah. Y, Z I've yeah. proved myself to he you has, He has quality John he has quality but he, he'll know uh, you know I think when he's when he's at it and he, he, he delivers consistently and that's probably the whole thing it's consi- consistency you know of these players performing at this at this level when you're in a squad that has the quality and most of these squads do when you're not at it you, you, you don't get a second chance Back you, to you're Southampton. Out, you're, out, you're out again. Love a back. Back to Southampton <laughs> yeah. for Oxlade. Great <laughs> move. You could walk into to, to, to any other squad, I feel. Yeah. Um, Rooney given at number 10. Um, up front, Harry Kane only just scored his first Premier League goal. Scored when he when, when England played last. But performing well, though. Just still been performing. You know, he's he just needed that goal to come. You know, there was so much... You got to remember, no one knew who Harry Kane was before November last year, and the, the amount of goals that he scored. So straight away, he comes into this season, and there's a lot more pressure on. And to be fair to him, he's still performing. Just that goal just wasn't coming. He was getting himself in good areas, saves, missing the target, but consistently just still asking that question. He's got his goal now. Pochettino will be begging for him to start. I think. Yeah. Another goal is going to send him to to back where he should be. I think where he should be consistently. You know, and I think. Uh, yeah, and to be fair, he's shown so much character for me as well. You know, he he, he leads that line, he drops, he, he's he's the full package for me, you know, and he's just going to get better and better. Has he been a victim of uncertain times at Spurs recently? Because the squad, what Pochettino inherited, was full of bad characters almost, difficult characters who would cause a bit of problems when you're talking Adebayor. Danny Rose, again, hasn't been 
you know, a great character set up well, throughout he's done it. He scored all the goals while, while all this stuff was going on, Johnny. So, no, there's no excuse. I just feel that when you come into a new season uh, and there's a lot more expectation on you, everyone knows who Harry Kane is now, you, you go into different, you go into matches in a, a different mindset, you know, probably I have to score, I have to, he puts more pressure on himself. The defenders, the, the players are up against them, they know a lot more about them, they know that they're, they have to be very careful. They're 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 a lot more secure and and how they go about their business. So it's a completely. But he has that quality to, to shine through and get through that. Quick look then at um, the weekend's fixtures. Palace take on West Brom. Stoke travel to Villa. Bournemouth host Watford. City face Newcastle. Norwich, Leicester, Sunderland, West Ham, Chelsea, Southampton, uh, Merseyside derby on the Sunday. Half one kickoff at Goodison. Arsenal versus United, Swansea versus Spurs. Yeah. Um, the late kickoff on the Sunday. Couple of big games there. City. Will bounce back, yeah. At the Etihad against Newcastle, they that's a must win for me. There, yep. do you think if they don't, if they if they get turned over, if they get a draw, Pellegrini's under pressure despite them being second in the league. Yeah, I think he's always under pressure. I think, uh, yeah, I was delighted that they've they kind of they, they kept him. They, they, he's still there in the position. Uh, I don't know for how long. I don't know if it's going to automatically be a be a, a switch up come the summer anyway. But yeah, he's got pressure over him all the time. You know, I think he's he, there's been a lot of money spent. But yeah, I think that I can't see that being anything but a home win. If I'm being honest, Johnny. Chelsea Southampton again, back in Chelsea to to bounce back and. Yeah, well, that's going to be a good game. You know, I think Southampton have been starting games very well, play a lovely, a lovely style of football, uh, but not, not being able to kind of see it out. You know, and I think, uh, yeah, I think uh, Chelsea will be professional as ever. If they get that goal, then it will be game over. But yeah, that will be. I think that will be another tight affair for me. Everton Liverpool difficult one to call more than more than most probably this weekend. Yeah, I've got to go for a, a score draw again. I think they they always are, aren't they? Yeah, I know you're not probably disappointed with that, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I think it's uh, it's one of the games, isn't it? Derbies are just a, a it doesn't matter what what form you're in when you come into it. Both teams will be up for it, you know. And both it's, got a lot to prove. Uh, both have got a lot to prove. Ever- Everton haven't been. In the the Champions League mix since what about two thousand five? Yeah, but do they really have that back? expectation on top I of think them? They did I think probably Martinez puts that on them themselves? They're quite a, a happy to go along. I think Martinez brings that desire and that drive to, to let's 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 try and reach the. Well, you should expect that from a manager. Yeah, well, you should you should be and and that should filter down into the players, which I feel that it, it has done. So they do need to prove themselves. They should be expected. Europa League they've not been in in the shouts of Europa League Champions yeah. League for so long and yet and I hate the fact that like you say team oh you know we're happy to bumble along in, yeah in well that's it, yeah I hate that yeah well the, the, the hardest thing is, is is to try and bridge that gap to get into the European slots you know I think uh, it's all about uh, establish yourself keeping yourself in this Premier League but then when you try and, and move to that next step that's that's when it starts getting a little bit dangerous because you bring in a different calibre of players you know uh, the wage bracket goes up uh, and then like you say it's all about the character are they going to mould are they going to gel is the squad going to be united and that's that's the trickiest part for any manager probably quite a similar state of affairs that at Stoke in exactly of- exactly that you know I think uh, Mark Hughes has invested well the squad's definitely stronger than what it was how it finished last season but it's it's that transition, you know that that, that the players coming in, gelling, moulding, playing the football, taking that philosophy on board, and uh, at the minute the 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 last two matches, yeah, they've they've, they've 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 you've seen it in patches, and they've got their goals, but they've got to carry it on and consistently perform. 
Arsenal United, probably a Premier League classic, to be fair, the biggest game um, of the weekend for me. Both teams, I mean, we, we mentioned Everton-Liverpool wanting to prove themselves. United, if they, if they go to the Emirates and turn Arsenal over, they then see... I, to be honest, have been a doubter of Louis van Gaal and what he's trying to instil at, at United. But if they can go to the Emirates, get three points from there, that sends a massive message. I think it does. I think it does. You know, I think this is one of the things. They've got the players that can win matches that they don't deserve to. They've got the players that have got that quality, that finishing touch. But so have Arsenal. Uh, uh, I think uh, because it's at the Emirates, I probably got to see Arsenal shade it just with the, the way that they're playing. Which again puts them right back in the picture. Right back in the picture, exactly. So this is this is why, you know, people say the the, the English Premier League is the best league in the world because it's you, you just it's that it's getting that hard to call. Whereas I've got to say, probably a few years ago, it was a little bit easier to call these matches. And yet they can't go into Europe, and. and do the business you know yeah and that's that was the most disappointing thing for me you know I think I, uh, I've i played out there uh, in the UEFA Cup uh, for my German side and we beat them 3-1 but you know it's like you, you, Arsenal that should be that should be a gimme he was saying he was making excuses uh, before the game saying that they're, they're very professional they've got some quality players you know what they are not as good as Arsenal they should have went out there and, 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 and won comfortably in my eyes but Football's a funny game. You've been giving uh, some stick to Troy Deeney, I've heard. Yeah, Troy's. <laughs> Troy's. <laughs> not, not in the back of the net. Mr. Yeah, it's, yeah, I'm sure it'll come. You know, I think he, he works ever so hard for the team. He's a good, he's a he's a great captain there. You know, he leads he leads by example. So, so uh, I'm sure that work that hard work will pay off. He'll come on the show when he scores, won't he? Yeah, I'll get him on. I'll go on. I don't know if I don't know if you'd be able to handle him to play, <laughs> Get in the middle of your brain. <laughs>